0: Hey guys, thanks for tuning us in for this 50-second episode of Good Questions with Cameron Dole brought to you by Smiley's Breezy Vapes. Special guests for this episode include Shark Tank's Damon John. We'll also visit with comedian, actress, and author Whitney Cummings. We'll also visit with critical thinker Deepak Chopra and actor Robert Palmer Watkins, he'll be visiting with us about a brand new movie available today, three days later. If you would, please take the time to subscribe, drop a like, comment, leave some feedback, and share with your friends. We've got Shark Tank's Damon John with us. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, his, his new book and uh, maybe some good use of your quarantine time. And First off, Damon, thanks so much for your time this morning.
1: Oh, Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Now, we'll let you first off uh, delve into the new book called Power Shift. And, uh, Damon, it, it seems like the timing on this is uh, is ideal, to put it mildly.
1: Yeah, unfortunately it is. Uh, you know, I created this book because uh, I realized a lot of people were coming up to me feeling like they were powerless or uh, somebody took power for them or somebody was in charge of the power that they were going to have or not have in their life. And I said to myself, I don't know why people think like this. I'm not going to come to their house and take them off the couch and make them more powerful than me, I'm not going to do that. Um, it's, all in the, it's all up to them. However, if you are off the couch yourself and you're prepared to work with me, then and we can both make money and or become successful together, then I'm dying to work with you. So I created in this book the, the keys to pre- becoming very powerful in life because the only reason for success or not success is what you've negotiated. People think negotiation is purely like Shark Tank. You're up there for the hour. No. Negotiation is what influence you built prior, what you negotiate when you're at the negotiating table, and what's in the best interest for the person on the other side of the table. And then how do you maximize that relationship for five weeks, ten weeks, ten years, twenty years after that. And in the book, I've studied many people, so I didn't want you to have one negotiation tactic like mine. I combine negotiation tactics of people I've studied in the book, such as, Lindsey Vaughn or Bethany Frankel or Billie Jean King who changed the face of sports or Mark Cuban or Pitbull or my guys with the number one brand on Shark Tank history called Bomba Socks. And I put it all in the book. And I'm just going to briefly talk about one subject I have in the book that may be not the big superstar that everybody knows, but it's really good for today. A woman named Crystal who worked for a university. She goes on maternity leave. She has a baby. She comes back. She says... I had a baby but my baby. is a premature baby. I need to stay home with my baby. And because I need to stay home, I want to give you uh, 20 hours at home and 20 hours here, and I've studied how to become a virtual assistant and work virtually. They said, unfortunately, we love you, but due to the, the, the policy of the university, we can't do that. They found out that the top position for women in this country are executive assistants and secretaries. Of course, there are many women that are CEOs. But then she started to work with a company called Belay, where she works virtually. And now she's in Ohio. She works 20 hours for me. She gives another CEO 10 hours, another five hours. She doesn't have to trust to the snow or heat or get on public transportation and sit in traffic. She sits at home with her baby, doesn't have to wear a mask. Uh, When this thing went down, I begged her to give me 35 hours a week to help restructure my employees to show them how to work virtually. So we have a happy hour every uh, Friday at 4 o'clock. All my employees, we drink our own drinks from our house and go on Zoom and look at each other and talk and have fun and come up with creative ideas. She makes more money now than she's ever made before. She dictates the hours that she wants to work, and she doesn't work for anybody that she just doesn't like. And that's a power shift that everybody listening to me can do today.
0: And you talk about uh, ideologies and, and and ideas as well. How How do you weed out the good from the bad? When
1: you're talking, well, first of all, you have to understand your why. Why are you doing it? Are you doing it because you want to be famous? Are you doing it because society told you, you want to do it? Or are you trying to impress a bunch of people on social media that you actually really don't like? Or are you trying to change the world? You know, are you trying to change the world? Are you trying to make this planet a better place? Are you trying to stay spiritual, who you are, and just be able to be zen and, and work and feel good about yourself or, and be home with your kids? So a lot of times people don't know why they're doing it. And that's the main purpose. Before you go negotiate with anybody else in the world, you have to look in the mirror and negotiate with yourself. And a lot of people just don't do that.
0: You, you, you say the word negotiate, and, and people obviously just see that as a face-to-face. But uh, really, there's, there's more to that uh, in so many different facets of your life.
1: 100%. So, listen, how are you going to build influence with a Damon John if you meet me in the elevator? You never knew that you were meeting me. You can't prep for that meeting. However, if you have practiced uh, understanding how to make and present yourself uh, uh, very valuable to people, you would say, hey, Mr. John, how are you doing? Here's the company that I've been working for, or here's, the, here's where I'm looking to work. Here's what I can offer to people. You know what? I always will do this for I do this for free already, and if I can get an opportunity, have your people look into me. I'm not going to stress you right now with all the details about it, but here's how to get a hold of me, and, and, and here's my site or whatever the case is. I'm gonna go out and I'm going to either if you made a good impression on me and you weren't stressing and I look like you you look like you're an amazing person that I want to get to know because your energy was great, you didn't tell me your problems, you told me more about solutions, I'm gonna either look you up on my iPhone when I leave that elevator or tell my secretary to look you up. Once I look you up, who are you taking pictures with? What are you posting out there? If I, I remember looking up a female one time and I was interested in her and she was taking pictures with her husband all the time and her husband just love to wear, I have no reason why, I don't know why, he loved to wear t-shirts with the Confederate flag on it all the time. Now, that's up to him, I don't know what he believes in, but I made sure that I did not call her because I have a 100 other people to call. I've, I also looked up one man who who, uh, who talked to me one time and I realized that he loved charitable organizations and he was always posting positive things no matter what he was going through. And I ended up hiring the guy and I gave him an option, an opportunity because I needed that positive energy in my company. So that's how you sit there and you create a way to negotiate. It's not about what you do when you're at the table. Deals almost never happen the first time you meet somebody. That's only the first date. And if the negotiation went decent, I may call you back. If the negotiation went bad, then I won't call you back.
0: Six months and I haven't gotten a call from you, Damon. I don't know what that says. Maybe you got to change things around a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? Again, the the new book, Power Shift, transform any situation, close any deal, and Achoo- achieve any outcome. Damon John want to make sure and uh, let our listeners know where they can find out more information about all that you've got going on and the book as well.
1: Yeah, of course you can get Power right now on audio, or of course get it delivered to your house. I do not want anybody. Well, I guess the bookstores are closed, but do not go to the bookstores even if it's to buy my book. I want you to stay home and stay safe for your family. You can also find me on Instagram. I'm at the Shark Damon on all social media platforms and LinkedIn. And every single day I get on there for about an hour and I talk to everyday entrepreneurs and successful ones to see what they're doing today and how you can change your life and add it to your life. Maybe you'll maybe you'll get some good advice over that. And of course. My amazing and our amazing viewers have convinced ABC to move Shark Tank back from Sunday nights to their favorite time, Friday nights at 8 p.m. So you can see us all on Shark Tank cursing out Mr. Wonderful every Friday night at 8 p.m. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Well, Damon, always great to visit with you, sir. And uh, I hope you have a great weekend and stay safe. Thank you. You too. Again, thanks to our sponsor for today's podcast, Smiley's Breezy Vapes, located at 313 Falcon Road. Stop in and see Shelly and the gang. They've got red basket specials on disposables. Plus, their doors are open now. They've got protective plexiglass Masks are required and they need to cover both your nose and your mouth. They've got a great selection of new hardware and the largest selection of disposable flavors in Southwest Oklahoma. Smiley's Breezy Vapes, 313 Falcon Road. Send them a text at 471-VAPE. tell you excited to have comedian and and author Whitney Cummings with us this morning and I know how scary is that for you Whitney
2: that sounds so weird when you say it (laughs) I don't need to be writing books I need to be reading more books but I think you guys are gonna like this one
0: and I tell you been getting a a lot of great feedback from this one and what was it that 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 made you decide to sit down and put your 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 thoughts in your life down on paper
2: you know, I wish it had. You make it sound like it was a, it was a choice. It was kind of uh, more of a, you know, uh, something I was forced to do because I had all of these stories that I wanted to tell on stage as a stand-up. All these crazy uh, stories. I almost got arrested in Guatemala. I almost got attacked by a bobcat. I had my ear bitten off by a dog. All these things that, um, you know, I did because. I had some mental wiring issues, and I made some very bad choices in my 20s, which I needed a lot of therapy with. (laughs) But I tried to tell these stories on stage, Cameron, and it didn't go as well. as I, I got uncomfortable. I was nervous. I got insecure. I was scared to be... These were just too embarrassing. These are just not the kind of things you admit to strangers at night. And I realized you know what, in order to tell these stories and to talk about my struggles with addiction and codependence and eating disorders, like I'm going to have to write a book so that you guys can read it and I don't have to make eye contact with you when you're learning about it. Cause I'm, it's just too uncomfortable.
0: And, and and how important for you being on uh, on stage is the comfortable factor?
2: You know, I am really comfortable on stage when it comes to certain things, and it's ironic because a lot of people think my comedy is edgy and brave and all these things, but, you know, when it comes to talking about my vulnerabilities and my flaws and what I've gone through in my, my, uh, you know, quest to improve my mental health, um, I'm not so comfortable on stage, it turns out, and uh, it seems like a book is a way better uh, uh, sort of medium to get it out there, because I also wanted to include a bunch of stuff that I learned along the way. Um, I was diagnosed with something called codependence, which essentially means you're obsessed with everybody's problems but your own, and you end up dating people that are terrible for you. <laughs> I explained it all in there, but I put in little quizzes and little um, tests and things to sort of do to work on your own stuff, like a little self-help element. And, and that's just not something that I would have been able to achieve on stage. So I was way more comfortable writing it down so people could uh, have a little workbook to do themselves.
0: And uh, like we're, we're talking about the book, I'm Fine and, and Other Lies. And was were there times in the writing that you were kind of like, you know, maybe I don't want to share that in a book as well?
2: Cameron, every day, right now. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I can't, I, I, I'm look, I'm stuttering. I'm so freaked out that I released this book. I'm like, what was I thinking? But I think that that's uh, probably when you're in the right area. I think for me in art, in, in comedy, in writing, it's usually when you're like, oh God, I probably shouldn't have said that. That's probably when you're saying something that's going to profoundly affect people or penetrate people. You know, it doesn't really matter if I'm scared. It matters if people resonate and if this could make people laugh during a time in our country's history that's very challenging and upsetting and depressing and, you know, doing press around this uh, this time with what's going on in the news cycle, I was very scared. I was like, should we cancel the book? Like, does anyone want to hear about this? Like, a comedian book about, you know, mental health struggles, and everyone was like, that's what we need right now, is, is, is uh, laughter and um, revealing our flaws and having these conversations, and so I'm trying to just push through and, um, you know, remember that laughter is is medicine and and i think we all need it
0: and what does that mean to get that feedback from people saying that they uh all the good feedback that you've gotten and and also that this can maybe help uh, help others that are going through some of the same issues
2: you know it's surreal and i think the reason that you know i read so many books that that helped me um from other comedians and um you know i think i just wanted to basically write the book that i wish had been available to me when i was 20 you know when i was you know i know so many girls who struggle with you know their body image and with you know eating disorders and depression and and insecurity and stuff and and i couldn't find a book that that dug into those issues but was also funny i would i would buy these self help books and they would be depressing they made me feel worse and i was like oh why can't someone you know approach this stuff with some levity um because the people that need to laugh are the ones buying self-help books, I think, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to write the book that I wish had been written by somebody. It's a shame I'm the one that had to write it <laughs> because, it's, you know, a lot of embarrassing stuff in there. Um, but uh, I'm proud of it. I've been getting, you know, people are coming up to me at shows with tears in their eyes. and you know, and it's grateful and they're giving it to their daughters and sons. And and I I couldn't think of a a better reaction than that. So um, the good news is I do get I'm doing this big tour and I do get to meet people face to face. um, So at least I get to have uh, some honest feedback about about what they think. And it's been just surreal.
0: And what as you've written and put all this down on paper and now that you look back, what have you realized uh, about yourself as a person?
2: That's a great question. Uh, Number one, uh, it takes me a really long time to write books, I learned. Uh, It's very challenging. (laughs) It's a tremendous amount uh, of time. Um, I've learned that I've learned something. You know, I I outline everything that I had to work on, whether it was uh, struggles with addiction, um, uh, self-care issues, uh, self-sabotage, fear, perfectionism. I think that I was so afraid that I was never going to heal myself or get better. I learned that I actually can, you can change pretty fast if you put your mind to it. And and the way neurology works is, you know, we can rewire our brains. And I guess I learned that I'm not completely full of crap. (laughs) Because as I go back and look through the book, I'm like, wow, I used to be crazy when I read some of these stories. So... I learned that there is hope and uh, we can always uh, fix the things about ourselves that we don't like and that we can ask for help and be vulnerable. That doesn't mean you're weak. That doesn't mean you're a loser. That doesn't mean you're lame. Uh, I just really wanted to take the shame out of um, asking for help and admitting that you had a problem. Um, and I learned that people actually like you more when you do that, not less
0: there you go and of course uh, Whitney always like to let folks know where they can keep up with you via social media also uh, the website find out more information about the tour as well
2: yes WhitneyCummings.com my Instagram is just whitneycummings Cummings uh, Whitney Cummings and then Whitney Cummings on Twitter I'm everywhere I'm on all the all the dot
0: there you go well Whitney it has been great to visit with you I'm looking forward to having the chance to sit down with the book myself
2: thank you so much and I have family in Tulsa so um, hello to everybody
0: Again, thanks to our sponsor, Smiley's Breezy Vapes. Check them out online at smileysbreezyvapes.com. You can also visit them on Facebook or just stop in and see them at 313 Falcon Road. If you ever have a question, you can always call or send a text at 580-471-VAPE. That's 580-471-8273. Truly honored to have the chance to visit with uh, Deepak Chopra. First off, thank you so much for your time.
3: Thank you. I'm grateful to be on your show.
0: And uh, we're going to talk about the book called MetaHuman, Unleashing Your Infinite Potential. And uh, as, as you keep writing each each new book, does it surprise you that, uh, that this is now the 90th book that you've put out?
3: Yeah, I, looking back, I am surprised. And I feel like... Uh... Like maybe the Rolling Stones or the Beach Boys, so you keep uh, uh, singing some old songs, but you also have some new ones.
0: And and how much have has your your thoughts and, and mentality changed over the span of that ninety book uh, the, the ninety book span, if you will?
3: Uh, it's evolved. So I started as an internist and then an endocrinologist, which is looking at hormones then as a neuroendocrinologist, which is looking at brain chemistry and looking at the molecules of emotion, that led me to mind-body medicine, which then led me to integrative medicine and other healing modalities, and ultimately led me to what is the source of mind. And so that, this book, Meta-Human, uh, is about that. What is beyond? Meta means um, beyond. And so human in this case means the human mind. So the human mind is a conditioned mind. As soon as you're born, you are given an identity. You are told you have a certain gender, nationality, a religion, an economic status, a family history, and cultural history, all of which is true, but it also um, restricts your identity because once you, um, Um, identify with something that's so provisional and man-made, you lose connection with your source, which is full of creativity and wonder and joy and love and compassion and peace and equanimity. But it's also the source of insight and curiosity and and, uh, creativity and evolution and vision. And uh, your ability to actually connect with that which is infinite and beyond the conditioned mind. So that's what the book is about. It's a progression of everything I've done before.
0: Now, uh, you, you talk about unleashing your infinite potential. And what do you think is the biggest misconception that folks have when they're, when they're thinking about that? I mean, is this, how easy is it to apply some of this to their, to, to their daily lives?
3: We all identify with our mind, with our body, and with our experience of the world. But we never ask ourselves, who am I, or what am I, or what do I want? If you begin just by that, if you sit quietly, close your eyes, put your attention on your heart, and ask just those two questions, who am I, what do I want? Maybe add a third one, what am I grateful for? You'll start to unleash your infinite potential just by the insights, the sensations, the images, the feelings, the thoughts that arise when you ask yourself any question and quieten the turbulence of your mind.
0: And, and how hard do you think it is for folks to kind of quiet themselves and, and not let the environment change them as much as, as they change themselves based on that?
3: I think uh, it's the only thing that will change the environment is your own change because the world is as we see it and what we see is through the filter of our conditioning and if you don't ask ourselves who we are, what we want, what our purpose is, why we exist, we will never have access to the infinite possibilities that already are inherent in the human, uh, uh, in human consciousness.
0: And, and you've been recognized by, uh, by many publications uh, for, for your work in, in medicine and, and in thinking as well. And to be so influential and in being recognized for that, what's, what's that mean to you on a personal level?
3: It is gratifying on one level, but uh, it can be seductive, so I don't take it seriously.
0: I think that is one of the hardest things is, you, you know, you take the negative. It's easy to brush the negative off, but the positive, sometimes you take a little too much, too much to heart, right?
3: I think if you have a, if you have a wife and kids who know you, they keep you centered.
0: <laughs> that is right. Now, uh, again, the book, MetaHuman, Unleashing Your Infinite Potential. And, uh, uh, Doctor, I want to make sure and let folks know where they can find out more information about the book and uh, and the many websites that you have available as well.
3: Yeah, they can, uh, for simplicity's sake, just, uh, just go to Deepak com. That's
0: it. All right. Well, uh, Deepak, it has been truly an honor and a privilege to have the chance to visit with you. Looking forward to spending some time with the book, and hopefully we can visit again soon, my friend. I'd love that. Thank you so much. Again, thanks to our sponsor for today's podcast, Smiley's Breezy Vapes. Check out their red basket specials they have on disposables. Plus, they've always got some special items in their discount basket as well. Stop in and see them. 313 Falcon Road doors are open again a reminder they do have protective plexiglass but masks are required and please make sure they cover your nose and your mouth if you need any new hardware you have any questions they've got the know-how and the knowledge from the novice all the way to the vaping legend like i like to say Smiley's Breezy vapes they'll take care of you Got a special guest with a new movie to talk about called Last Three Days. We've got Robert Palmer Watkins on the line. And first off, Robert, thank you so much for taking the time, my friend.
4: Thank you so much for having me. Happy Friday, guys. Happy Friday the thirteenth.
0: And it's a it's a special Friday the thirteenth for you as well.
4: Yes, it is. I'm so, so excited that this movie is finally releasing. We shot this about two and a half years ago. There's a lot of work that comes into a movie, shooting it, but then the post-production, the audio, the ADR, the score, the everything, the editing, everything takes, it takes time. And I'm really, really, really excited that it's finally premiering and on Apple and iTunes. And I hope you guys check it out because it's a fun ride.
0: Yeah. Now, Robert, tell our listeners, if they haven't seen the the trailer, any of the previews, a little bit about the story in in the last three days. Yeah.
4: So basically, I play uh, Jack Clough. He's an undercover cop. Uh, he wakes up one day and cannot remember the last three days of his life. He has no idea what happened, where he's at, what's going on. He cannot find his wife. His wife is missing. So he has to basically piece together the last three days of his life. And it's it's a really cool movie because it's an, it's an action-like cop movie, for sure. But it's definitely got a romance side to it. It's got a little bit of a love story and it's got a little bit of a a, a, a sci-fi element, too, because he's kind of jumping, he's jumping from past, future, present, to, you know, trying to piece together um, what's going on. Um, So he's trying to find his wife and also deal with the circumstances of his undercover cop partner, Dave, and this drug syndicate that he's dealing with, this Japanese drug gang. Um, So he's kind of, his two worlds kind of collide. And, uh, yeah, man, it's a, it's, a, it's a really fun ride. He's a, he's, a, he's a guy that's worked really hard to be an undercover cop, um, and he's dealing with this Japanese drug gang, um, but he's also trying to keep his marriage afloat. And then the two worlds kind of collide when he wakes up, and he has no idea what happened. And I don't want to give away too much, but it's cool to see him piece it together. It's, it's, a, uh, it's a brain scramble for sure, because I think the audience, as they watch the movie, they're trying to figure it out with him very confusing and all over the place and he jumps the time frame jumps back and forth uh, but it's it's interesting it's it's cool it's deeper than just your typical action movie
0: then that's good stuff now now robert you also uh, being seen on the the walking dead world beyond and what it, what has that been like to to see the feedback and, and be a part of that whole franchise as well
4: i mean that's been insane i just that's especially franchise. I mean, they've got The Walking Dead. They have Fear of the Walking Dead, and now this is their new spinoff, uh, Walking Dead: World Beyond. I play Lieutenant Frank Newton. I'm a smaller part in this season for sure, but I'm opposite Julie Ormond, who is just such an amazing actress, um, and she's a huge pivotal pivotal character in, in this first season. So I'm hoping if they bring her back, you know, my character will come back. Cause I'm kind of under her. She's the captain. I'm a I'm a lieutenant. Yeah, man, this this first season was just amazing. You know, um, we shot it in Richmond, Virginia, which is actually. say that I got to experience
0: some of that is really, really cool. And, uh, and now, Robert, how has, uh, w- what have you learned the most? This is one of my favorite questions I like to ask folks is what, what have you learned most about yourself in 2020 that's going to help propel you into, uh, into the goals you set for next year? Oh,
4: man, 2020. What a year, huh? <laughs> um, what have I learned? What have I learned? Uh, God, I've learned a lot. But I've also, this, is, this has just been such a weird year for everybody um i've learned this is what i've learned i think this is a great question by the way thank you for this um i have learned that being especially as an artist or i think anybody like whether you're an artist or not like as an artist for me like i needed to hone in on some of my solo projects stuff that i've been putting off for so long you know that i I always my excuse was I don't have time for that right now. Like I don't have time to learn that hobby. I don't have time to go do that right now. I'm busy. you know we always make these excuses, right? Yeah. I think my this, this time as, as awful as it's been, has has made me go, okay well, what do I want to do right now? Like I actually have, like I can't go to the gym. It's closed. I, I'm not auditioning. It's, they're, they're not happening. Productions are shut down. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a self-tape every now and then, but stuff is shut down. So I think this time for me has been like, okay, what do I want to do as Robert Palmer Watkins? What do I want to do? What, I want to work on my solo stuff, like my independent projects. I want to write. I want to create. So I've, I've been working on a show called Tub Life, which is a comedy, um, and I've been doing that with my friends, and that's been amazing because I really have really had the time to, like, make a show, you know, and not just be an actor, but be a... Producer, creator, writer, and, and work on that with my friends, and be passionate about it, and have the time to do that. And then also my music stuff—I've got uh, a bunch of original music coming out, and um, that's been really cool too. So I think I think I've learned to just like be grateful and happy with where I'm at and the stuff that I have coming out, but like center myself and take the time to like work on sh- stuff that I want to work on and so much of my career thus far when there's not a pandemic going on has been i have to if my agent hits me up with an audition or if there's you know i got to do press tours or whatever it's all about the it's a machine right but like right now things are shut down and i have more time to like what what do i want to do
0: it's good stuff. And uh, again, the new film lasts the really three days. Sorry about that. Uh, Robert, I always want to make sure and let folks know where they can find out more information about that and also keep up with you via socials as well. Thank you, man.
4: Uh, my, my social media, Instagram is my main source, basically. Uh, Robert Palmer Watkins. Uh, Facebook fan page is also Robert Palmer Watkins. Twitter is Robert P. Watkins. I have a TikTok, Robert Palmer Watkins. I have a Snapchat, Rob Watkins. Um, there's way too many things to promote. <laughs> there's just too many platforms. Instagram is my main one. So if you want to know what I'm doing, that's where I'm promoting. it.
0: There you go. Well, Robert, great to visit with you this morning. Thanks so much for the conversation. Hopefully we can catch up again real soon. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. Thanks again for joining us for this 52nd episode of Good Questions with Cameron Dole. If you ever have a comment, a question, or anything else you'd like to know, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at GQWithCam. If you'd like to help out in the funding for this podcast, feel free to click the support tab and follow the instructions. And if you have a special guest idea, email me at GQ with Cam at gmail.com. Again, thanks to Brandon Allen who came up with this theme music and like we're we're, we'll, we'll do this we'll just let him play us out for a few moments enjoy it and again thanks for tuning us in we'll be back with episode number 53 coming up on monday